everyone, and welcome to episode 71 of Grief Burrito, the only podcast that will personally eat your mushrooms so you don't have to. I'm Harrison Wilde, and my player two is Jordan Shenton. Please say hello. 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 Yeah, it's all right. You can jump in with hellos. So <laughs> what are we doing today, my dude? We are talking about the Super Mario Brothers movie. That is right. We're covering the 1993 smash hit Super Mario. So grab that mushroom and hit the intro, J-Man. Uh... <laughs> Jordan's a tired boy today. I, I think more that saying grab the mushroom is yeah, just grab that shroom. <laughs> grab that shroomy tip. So tell them what you were doing last night slash this morning. This morning I was awake until 5 a.m. and didn't nice. sleep. I couldn't sleep. So I went on the Patreon Zoom call with the Night Guys podcast and it was really good. So good. I wish I could have been there. I'm just too tired of a boy. You're just too responsible. <laughs> What's too wrong responsible. with you? I've got to adult. Sometimes. Look at you with your sleep patterns. Ooh, Ooh, fancy man. I'm Harrison. I can sleep. <laughs> yeah, I can sleep like an absolute rock. Ask my girlfriend. <laughs> I've, I've Just having a conversation with you. Literally, I've said this before. Like we'll be talking at night, and like I'm halfway through a sentence, and I'll be like, "Yeah, so we'll just go," and I'm just like straight out, and she's like, "How do you do that?" <laughs> It's amazing. I, I yeah. wish I had that skill. The thing is, though, I never feel good. Whenever I wake up, I always feel like shit. No matter if I've had a lot of sleep or a couple of hours, I still feel just as bad always. I, I've never known why. Gotta get them sleep cycles, buddy. I know. That's. It's a weird thing that my, my cousin suffers from a weird sleep disorder where she goes straight into REM sleep. Like, she dreams right away. And I also do that, so I wonder if it's something to do with that. Maybe I just like get bits of REM sleep here and there. Because I also You're just chat a weird balls. boy, aren't you? Yeah, I'm weird, and I just chat balls in my sleep, so. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into the episode. So before we start, please consider subscribing, rating and reviewing our podcast as it helps us find new listeners. And if you want even more of the episodes, you can get an extra episode every single week over on patreon.com forward slash grief burrito. And if you want up to 90% off the latest games, use the link in our episode description to check out CD keys using our affiliate program. So you get a discount and it helps support our show and keep it ad free. So shall we start? Are you ready to hit Let's start? On? Let's do this. I want to ask you first, so we're going to get into a bit of reputation about the overall film as it's known in the past. How did you feel before watching this film, sort of knowing that this film started the video game movies are bad trend? I was not looking forward to it, if I'm honest with you, because okay. <laughs> my mate Richard... Patty yeah. cried at this movie when he was a kid. He, he cried. Was so disappointed. Oh my god! Like yeah. genuine tears. <laughs> yeah, legitimately cried. It, I mean, it's a weird one. It's pretty much as far as you can go from the source material. Like you can see that they tried to keep it somewhere connected, but it's so like in weird ways, isn't it? Like got a completely different tone. It's more. It's really adult in weird ways, which we'll get into in a bit. And yeah, it's just such a weird like tangent that they go off of certain parts. It's like they mention Mushroom Kingdom once and it's as like a dig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like it's, an insult. It and is, it's like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. I think that the, the actors themselves struggled a lot. Like I've got a, a bit of information going about like, the behind the scenes and the stuff before we go into the main breakdown of the film. So I think that everyone on set was struggling as much as we were watching it. Like, I, I have memories of watching this film as a kid and it, it I didn't hate it. Like I, I barely knew Mario really at the time because I think in what, 1993, so I was two and Mario 64 wasn't out yet. So I think- I wasn't I, born yet. Yeah, well, exactly. That's it. It's quite an old film to be fair now. I think I'd played maybe the NES game. I don't think the SNES was out yet. I heard somewhere that the guy who plays Mario, I forget his name. Bob um, Hoskins. Bob Hoskins was just constantly bladdered. They were, yeah, I've got this written like, down. Just <laughs> on just like so drunk. Yeah, Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo, who plays Luigi, they were both drunk through most of the filming process to get through the bad experience. And Hoskins apparently didn't even know that this film was based on a game until his son had asked him what they were filming and he showed him the game on his NES. It sounds like this film was pretty dangerous to make. 
So starting with Bob Hoskins, he actually broke his finger in one of the first scenes when John Leguizamo slammed the van door and it caught his hand. So it broke his finger mm. and he was wearing a skin colored cast for the entire film, which I never noticed. Like I never, I, did I. to be fair, that was done pretty well. And even in the, the HD one that we watched on, you know, now you still can't really notice it, but he does say that this is a quote. He got stabbed four times, electrocuted and nearly drowned. And that's just what happened to me. And Leguizamo was also reportedly so drunk during one of the scenes that he walked out and got hit by a car and broke his leg. <laughs> <laughs> and he's actually wearing a cast in a lot of the scenes that you can see. But again, I never noticed that. That's um, fucking hilarious. Yeah. And then there's the mattress scene, you know, when they're going down like the icy thing, which yeah. we'll get to later on. When we actually get to that scene, we'll talk about what happened in that one. But that was insane to shoot, apparently. Uh, and there's loads of like weird stuff behind the scenes. Like Tom Hanks was billed to play Luigi originally. Um, but the film what? Turner and Hooch that he'd made in 1989 or whatever it was, was a massive flop. So he was no longer considered to have any box office draw. So like Tom Hanks was completely like, no, he's done. He's now a hack. I mean, look at him now and he's still going. He's one of the biggest box office actors there is. And Ever. Yeah. And they wouldn't let him play Luigi in this film. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's quite a few other big actors that were supposed to be in it. Like Danny DeVito was going to play Mario at one point. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Michael Keaton both turned down the role of King Cooper. Or he's just called Cooper. I kept wanting to call him Bowser in all my notes when I'm writing it down. King Cooper and President Cooper. So he does get called King. Is that in just a song when? Well, who who no, is actually the, Toad singing? There's it? mentions of like King Cooper and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure. Right. Okay. Right. They they change it a lot. It's like King Cooper, Cooper, and like Prez Cooper and stuff like that. Is it just me who like feels like he was very Donald Trump in this film? He really is. It's he's the even got Cooper Tower. Yeah, he's got the tiny little hands that he holds up. <laughs> I felt like they were fake hands. They did look really, really small. Have you watched Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah, yeah. Do you know Charlie's uncle with the, the fake hands that he wears? No, I haven't seen that bit. <laughs> I've not seen loads of it, but I've, I've started to watch through it. <laughs> he's afraid that he's got tiny hands, so he wears like fake plastic hands. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Let's make them bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Oh. I wish Donald Trump would wear some like hands like you know come out with like those hulk hands on and it's just like yeah. trump smash <laughs> so do you know any of the main reasons why this film was sort of as bad as it was did you look at anything to do with the directors no i, I just went into it at like i'm gonna be honest with you i i took like an a two-hour break part way yeah. through the movie i'll tell you exactly when <laughs> okay let me let me flick through uh took a break at 37 minutes 26 seconds okay how come so, just to like recuperate yeah uh, did you mean to say recoup oh i didn't oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i love that nice but no I, I just i was struggling a little bit to be honest really? yeah it's, it's, I, I don't blame you it's 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 not the best <laughs> film in the world <laughs> I just wanted it done. But yeah. towards the end, I'll tell you, what, I'll, I'll save my feelings on it towards the end then. Okay, right. Let, let, I'll get this trivia out of the way and then we'll we'll get into the breakdown because we've got quite a lot to get through. So Break it the, down. Break it down. The main source of contention in the film, from what I can find, seems to stem from its husband and wife director duo. So it's directed by two people. So oh, no. Rocky Morton and Annabelle Jankel or Yankel, whichever one it is, Jankle. He's, he's total Jankle jankle. Would be more okay. appropriate. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, their weird style is like completely evident. And if you've seen Max Headroom, have you seen Max Headroom? I have not. No, I've, it, I've heard the name. It's some weird like 80s show where it was like weird jump cuts of this guy that had an accident and he gets his mind uploaded to a computer. So he's like, every time he talks, he's like, get, 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 get. And it's all fucking like janky, weird future shit. Um, You've so mentioned they, this to me before, I think. Yeah, I think we've used it in a video or an episode. I th we've definitely done something about used it. Used it in a cyberpunk thing. That was right. Yeah, that exactly right. That was an interesting thing we did. So these guys actually made that. They made that program. So Bob Hoskins is quoted as saying, this is like in an actual interview, he said this, and I'm not going to bleep my swearing. It was a fucking nightmare. The whole experience was a nightmare. It had a husband and wife team directing whose arrogance had been mistaken for talent. After so many weeks, their own agent told them to get off set. A fucking nightmare. The fucking idiots. <laughs> 
that makes me so happy. Exactly. And then Dennis Hopper also said another interview, it was a nightmare. Uh, very honestly, that movie, it was a husband and wife directing team who were both control freaks and wouldn't talk before they made any decisions. Anyway, I was supposed to go down there for five weeks and I was there for 17 weeks shooting. It was so over budget. Uh, he said, I made a call. Uh, this is when he was talking to another uh, interview, but it's about the same thing. I made a picture called Super Mario Brothers and my six-year-old son at the time, he's now 18, he said, Dad, I think you're probably a pretty good actor, but why did you play that terrible, <laughs> terrible guy, King Cooper, in Super Mario Brothers? And he said, well, Henry, I did that so you could have shoes. And then his son said, Dad, I don't need shoes that badly. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, getting burned by your own son. Jesus. I know, exactly. From everything that we like heard above there and like the reputation of the entire film, you can see that it was an absolute shamble to make. But I don't know that it was just down to the directors themselves. And I do feel kind of sorry for him because from what I've read, the original script had been written to be much more focused on Mario and Luigi being brothers and that they don't have parents. And that is brought up in the film, but it's sort of like quashed aside after that restaurant scene. Um, yeah. and it, it was supposed to be centered about this complicated relationship between the two brothers but weeks before shooting i mean a very few weeks before shooting when the, everything was set to begin and and most of the actors were all locked in and all the sets were built and ready to go the studio decided to rewrite the entire film which made the tone not fit to anything that had been made or any of the actors and the you know all the actors that have said yes to this certain script they'd read now we're not happy with this new script and the directors were not allowed to deviate from the new script at all and had to strictly stick to what had been done like Jesus. that's a pretty bad situation to be in isn't it like yeah hell you're all contracted in now there's like nothing you can do exactly like you're not that's allowed to change rough. anything so i can see that there was obviously a lot of pressure in there uh the background of the the entire you know franchise people know it's super mario brothers it's obviously a hugely beloved franchise and it's kind of got everything that a Mario movie should have. It's got fungus, they they walk in pipes, it's got a, a mustache, bullet bills, it's got Yoshi. And does it have you, bullet bills? It does have bullet bills, yes. It, it definitely does. We'll get to that later on. But Luigi does have a serious lack of epic handlebar mustache. He does. He really does. I mean, John Leguizamo might look weird with a massive moustache, but Luigi has the better moustache out of Mario and Luigi. It's much more shaped and, like, perfect, so I think... It's more like a Ned Flanders one. It is, yeah, yeah. Um, so, should we get into the actual movie? Should we uh, Should we start this off? Let us go. Do you want to start, or should I? You get, Feel free to go, yeah, feel so free. So, Harrison, when you think of a video game movie, what's the first thing that it should start with? Um, I think it should start with maybe a scene setting of the world or the actual characters, which this one does not. It doesn't. It starts with the titles with the Mario theme tune. It and does. That's never seen again. Never seen again. At <laughs> all. So, I feel like that was something they prepped beforehand. Yeah, I think so. So it, it then goes into uh, kind of a description of how the dinosaurs were wiped out to our knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Which is animated for some reason in the most awful pixel art rendition of a forest that i've ever seen and i love yeah. the brooklyn man's voice yeah and then so i've just written here weird talking dinosaur intro and then <laughs> and then i put in all caps science bullshit question mark this the science bullshit is like the most spooky burrito conspiracy style voice Ever. It really is. He's like, a long, long time ago, there were dinosaurs. <laughs> and then, <laughs> what is he? He's like, but what if the impact of that meteorite created a parallel dimension where the dinosaurs <laughs> continue to thrive? And it's like, and they got transmutated and they transmutated. went into the future. <laughs> it's like, what? You tune out straight away because of how ridiculous this guy is. I genuinely paused it, just like. I'm not, I'm not surprised. Like, I, I was shocked going back watching it because my, my first instance of watching this film, like I never saw it at the cinema. I never watched a real video of this because obviously it was, it was video at the time. I remember that early Mario Brothers music cutting in suddenly from Watership Down because that was the film that was taped on before. 
So like it had been recorded from the TV, so the tape would end with this horrifying dying rabbits, and then Jesus. suddenly abruptly cut to and then these weird fuck. And I could never, I never knew what this intro was with the dinosaurs. Like I never linked it to Mario. It feels at like all. it's a different film. It, I feel it like completely it's been pulled does. in from a different film. It looks like it's made on the Philips CDI and like the colors really are like does. pure grainy puke colors. They're like just greens and browns. It's like you've got 12 colors to work with. Go yeah, wild. Exactly. And like the practical effects would look better if they did the actual dinosaurs like they did with Yoshi later on. Yeah, that was amazing. It looked was like, like the, the Yoshi model looked parts. good. Yeah, it looks great. Uh, and at the time, I mean, this was this came out two weeks before the first Jurassic Park Oh my god! So the dinosaurs could look good, and like we said, Yoshi does. Can, but can they you imagine done. the fucking the guys who were like watching the film release? They were like, "Right, this film's a massive flop, but let's see Jurassic Park do better than our dinosaurs." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, the, the Jurassic Park guys did come to the set and and really admired the Yoshi thing, and they were gonna hire the people to go on to Jurassic Park too. I'm not actually sure if they did, but I know they were going to. Um, I've got a little bit about the Yoshi part when we get down to that. Um, I did notice there's a really weird time jump, by the way. I don't know if you noticed this. It says 65 million years ago on the intro. And then it shows yeah. the dinosaur thing. And then it suddenly goes 20 years later. And I was like, uh, wait. From, no, it's, it says 20 years what? ago. Yeah, that's the thing. From when? From 65 million. So that's 64 and. <laughs> 400,000 and I think it's maybe like a timeline so you start at 64 million years ago and then you you fast forward to 20 years ago but it doesn't say it doesn't say like when that 20 years prior is exactly so I'm already confused is it 2055 is it 2170 and it's like oh it's 20 years before a time and this is Brooklyn okay that's fine okay so So, we're in Brooklyn at least we know that much so there's a wet woman there uh, is. dressed in red and she runs up to a church mm-hmm. uh, and she's carrying what is, well, she puts it down. It's a metal baby. It's an egg, a big old metal egg. Well, yes. However, so she, when she puts it down, she's like looking around and she's a bit concerned and she runs and goes into a manhole. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she does. Um, yeah. And... So she she goes into this manhole and it shows that a, a nun opens the doors. She picks up the <laughs> the baby Yoda style container. Wait 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 wait. She doesn't just like open and suddenly pick it up. She opens it and it's just like yes and like can't see the massive <laughs> fucking egg right in front of her. Oh, she's... when she picks it up, she's just like Hoik! like I, I really wanted her to just like American football <laughs> kick it like. You yeah, to fucking kick it across the street. I feel like they were given the direction of just don't act like it's out of the ordinary. Act like this happens yeah, every day. You got loads of weird babies. Because the like the three nuns like open the container and there's an egg in it, and they're just like, "All right, this is fine." And it's like, <laughs> "What? What?" And then fucking it it cuts later on to like a baby. And it's like, well, clearly the baby's come out of that egg. What? This isn't a normal situation. What the fuck? No, it's is, not what, a weird what situation. What kind of establishment are you running here? Exactly, yeah. Why do you expect this kind of thing? Uh, I was also yeah. really disappointed <laughs> by the fact that when she went down the manhole, it didn't make the, like, the Mario glug, glug, glug noise. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like they could have added that at least. She's then running down uh, a mineshaft somehow yep. because Brooklyn's, you know, got loads of mineshafts. It's all tunnels, is, yeah. Is it the same mineshaft as later on? It's definitely filmed in the same place. Because that's 20 years later mm-hmm. is when the next place shows up and it's exactly the same despite whatever's been going on. Yeah, I, pr- I presume it's the same one. I think they're yeah. taking some liberties of timelines there. So um, she she runs into... The, the moistened lady mm-hmm. runs into uh, a military general. Yeah, which is weird. Cooper. With very fancy hair. He's got like weird spiky hair slicked in spike rows i don't even know how to describe it like it's like cornrows if you didn't tie them up no he looks like a star fruit he looks like 
What are the what's that Star Trek race with the weird heads? Klingons. What's he called? Oh, I'll say Borf, but it's not Borf, is it? Borf. I, I'm not sure. I I know who <laughs> you mean, but I haven't watched that series. No, neither have I. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, he's got a weird weird haircut. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, uh, okay. and then what happens then, Harrison? The egg hatches, and then we're like, holy shit! So we get that overlaid with her pushing this big beam to collapse the roof on top of Cooper, also killing herself at the same time. And yes, I've got some weird problems because. Her leaving that You're egg. You're telling me. Oh, yeah, there's plenty. Like, <laughs> her leaving that egg, we're presuming that she has laid this egg. So we're supposed to believe that this lady laid this egg. Because, and when I say this egg is big, I mean, this egg is fucking big. I mean, it must be like 16 inches long and nearly the same wide. It's about like, the size of my torso. It's huge. I'm like, I know ladies give birth to babies and all I'm saying is like, fucking damn. You sound like you're going to start into a rap. Like yeah, a fucking Flight of the Concords. <laughs> I understand that they need to give birth to babies. Shit. <laughs> the babies. Shit. Yeah, well, how could she still run? That's all I'm saying. She she pushes this down anyway, and we see that this the baby has been found with this weird crystal thing, don't we? Yes. And then suddenly we're back in Brooklyn, and then it's like now. It's nowadays Brooklyn, and we get a voiceover again of some weird nowadays spooky Nowadays in the 90s. Yeah, nowadays in the 90s. With some voiceover from Spooky Burrito Show saying... I was somewhere else. Another dimension, you mean? While the Mario Brothers plumbers get a call and we see the first glimpse of Mario played by Bob Hoskins, who, to be fair, I think makes a pretty decent yeah. Mario, in my opinion. I'm he's fine with that. He's definitely the best thing about it. And then there's Luigi portrayed, like we said, by John Leguizamo, who is the actor who is the absolute furthest from Luigi they could have picked if yeah. you're looking at the, the style of Luigi from the games. He's, he's okay in the role. Like, he's, you know, he's... He's John Leguizamo. He's all right. And we attain that the Mario brothers are pretty broke as they're excited about fixing a dishwasher. And then they Mario are. drops a very large pair of work boots on Luigi's bonanza bills. <laughs> bonanza bills. Is nuts, is what I'm saying. <laughs> ah, I see. Yeah. Um, just wanted to point out that I've put a note here saying heavy intro, we're less yeah. than five minutes in. Yes, yeah. It is quite a, like... We've currently been okay. recording for, like, 25 minutes. I know we have, yeah. We've got so much to get through as well. I'm on page two, and I've got 13 pages. They head out, don't they, to their, to their job, and we get the film's main theme, which I was really confused by the music as well, because it doesn't use... Any, like we said, it doesn't use any of the Mario Brothers music other than that intro. And it turns out that this score was done by a guy called Alan Silvestri, who did the music to Back to the Future, weirdly, and also Predator... And if you listen to the, the action parts of the, the soundtrack, it literally sounds like bits of the Predator soundtrack that was left over and unused. That's pretty cool. It's, it's pretty cool, but it makes it so dark some bits. Like, it gives it a really dark tone. There are dark bits to this film. There definitely are, like, especially later on. Did you did you find the... So they drive to this job, don't they? They do, yeah. And Mario's like... <laughs> what does Mario say? He's like, turn left. Turn left, yeah. And then... Luigi turns right, and then he makes <laughs> yeah. a joke about knowing where he's going. <laughs> Saying it's faster. Yeah. And it's literally, like, it goes on for, like, 30 seconds, and then nothing else comes of it. No, they just pull up. It's like getting into an argument about driving. He smashes some shit down an alleyway. <laughs> yeah, he just drives into loads of fucking rubbish, doesn't he? It just... It doesn't really add anything there's a bunch of scenes like that though where it doesn't yeah. add anything to the movie no it's no. just filler i i think that is trying to build the character that luigi is more like he goes off the top of his head to do things yeah he's just yeah. like i got a good feeling about this mario and then just like fucking turned right and it's like i don't know the one-way system in brooklyn maybe it is faster to turn right to go left I don't know. I don't even know if they have one-way systems, but it doesn't yeah. really make sense. But they get there anyway, and, and that was where Bob Hoskins broke his finger, I presume. Jesus. And they've been beaten there, haven't they, Harrison? They have been beaten there by the Scapelli team. They beat him to the Scapelli job. Scapelli boys. The Scapelli. I do really wish it was Wario and Waluigi. I'm not going to lie. That would be really good. I'd yeah. like that. I had a weird... I had a weird... <laughs> when I first sat down to watch it, within the first, like, three minutes, I just paused it and went... Instead of Mario, it could be Gario, and he could be played by Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What? I don't know. Just it came to my head, and I was like, yeah, that could be a thing. Yeah, that could be a crazy did, fucking universe. I didn't universe. write it down. I just remembered it. Just remembered it. <laughs> Gary Busey like, is fucking nuts, but it Gario. 
Yeah, I think I'll be fine. He I, he could play Wario or Waluigi, to be fair. I'd probably make it pretty fun. Yeah, I'd, I'd watch him be insane for yeah, an would, hour, yeah. hour and 43 minutes. You know, he was normal until he had like a pretty serious motorbike accident. Really? Yeah, and it made him like completely insane. He's He's just, to me... What the mask... Do you know Jim Carrey in The Mask when he yeah. puts on the mask and he goes mental? He's just like him. That's it. To be fair, they've got the same Gary teeth. Busey is the mask yeah. to me. <laughs> confirmed. This is confirmed. I'll have to do a spooky <laughs> on that. What happens next? They get down to the job. They get turned away because it's already been done by the Scapellis. Why are, like a restaurant would call two different sets of plumbers in some kind of mario kart race to get there first i don't know but then we cut down to the the dig site don't we so there's a yes. dinosaur dig that's being run by the scapelli i don't even know what they are scapelli seem to own a lot of different things but it's a building site that have dug up dinosaur bones by mistake and we meet daisy who is an archaeological diggist and she is threatened by the scapelli guys to get the dig done faster um he sort of threatens us saying a lot of girls have been going missing around brooklyn at the moment so you ought to be careful which issue is, with this yeah guy's a major fucking grade a creep yeah he is yeah he did a proper Which white is fine. Stare, I've, I've written grade a creep <laughs> uh, but he threatens her but it turns out that he has nothing to do with the women going missing no no he, he just knows but, about it yeah he he tells he says it like he's gonna kidnap and kill her. He does. He's, and it's then like he like the stares mob. her up and down as well. Yeah, which is really a, creepy. It's like the longest stare down I think I've ever seen of like legs to face. It's really fucking grim. It's like, do you know if you're like undressing someone with your eyes? He's yeah. he's like unskinning her. That's how long it takes. Yeah, it goes through all the layers. <laughs> he's, he's stripping the bone away, yeah. and it's all like the way down. Uh, I don't know. I don't like no, this. No. Yeah. So then she she runs off, doesn't she? She t- she goes to call the university to try and get bodyguards or something or security on the dig site so they stop being harassed. And we meet these two weird guys with really strange music. It's like bleh, 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 bleh. they've got very strange fashion, I'll say. And they're eating hot dogs, but they throw the bread away. They just eat the sausage, don't they? Up the middle, it's just like they call they, it a dog. They claim that it's dogs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could just be New Yorkers because I know a lot of those are odd and have weird fashion, but. They're, we they're weird looking they're by 90s standards. Has. They are, yeah. They're like really, really <laughs> strong 90s stereotype. Yeah. And one of them says, that's the girl. Cooper's going to kill us if we get it wrong again. And they chase her in this weird, like, creepy sniffing way. One of them keeps sniffing like he's following a scent. <laughs> I just put weird pursuit. Weird pursuit. Um, <laughs> like, they're not subtle about it either. Like, he's probably like, butter, butter, butter behind her. And then he literally runs into a pane of glass. Being I actually carried laughed across. at that. <laughs> Same. Like, that was quite funny. It's a very <laughs> 90s gag. And then Luigi's making a call, isn't he? Because the, the van's broken down. And if you listen to the phone call, it's like, oh my God, get all the players you've got down here. We're all drowning. It's like really like fucking panicked. <laughs> it really is. Get everyone in the yeah, city. Yeah, we need everyone. And then- <laughs> And then uh, apparently that's the only phone within like a mile radius. It is, yeah. Well, no one had mobile phones back then, dude. Yeah, but you think there'd be more than one payphone next to each other? You think so? Yeah, yeah. Also, it's, Luigi it's the city doesn't that never sleeps, Harrison. That, you, you're totally right. Pizza's any time of day. Uh, Luigi is also equally creepy when he meets Daisy. I don't know if you picked up on that. Yeah. He like she walks he, up like she's obviously needing the phone, and he's just like, uh, like. Yeah, I think he's supposed to be like he's fallen in love at first sight, but there's no like love harps or weird music. He just sort no. of like gives her the phone and then gives her a he quarter. He freezes up, yeah. doesn't he? Which is like I kind of get you can be gobsmacked by a girl, like fair enough. But Mario talks for him, doesn't he? He just sort of glides in, fucking smooth as fuck, like smooth as I a know. fucking waxed mustache. And just offers her a ride. <laughs> Smooth as a waxed moustache. Literally. Well, because he's on the phone and he gives her the phone. He doesn't hang up. So no. this guy's like freaking out on the other end. Just like, people are dying. Yeah. He doesn't we say do people are dying, but you're assuming did. what's going on. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. There's a pipe up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he gives her the phone. She hangs up and she tries to get through, stuff like that. And mm-hmm. the, the university basically tell her, no, yep. uh, it's not happening. So Mario's actually really supportive at this point because he's he fixing... He goes fucking mental shouting about tap water because he has to spend has $3 to on, water, the, yeah. on a bottle of Evian. Evian. Yeah, Luigi basically loses them a bunch of work. And yeah. 
he, he speaks to Mario and he's like, oh, she's like beautiful. And Mario's like, yeah, you've got this. Go yeah, for it, go mate. Yeah, go talk to her, do it. And he's he's actually like really supportive. And it's, it made yeah. me smile a bit because I was like, oh, Bob Hoskins, what a dude. It is, it's kind of a nice relationship, it is, and it, it, it definitely does play on that Luigi is a bit dim, like it comes across that he's yeah. not all, he's a bit, you know, he's he's young and dumb, where Mario he's is obviously slow. the older brother, who's like trying to raise him as a dad. As a mum. Yeah, as a mum, as a dad, he's a brother <laughs> and an uncle, I think you say later on. Uh, and then at, he, they offer her a ride, he's like, do you need a ride? And he's like, oh, but the van's broken. And then he's like, oh, it's fixed. Oh, the van's fixed. Because Mario fixed the van just by pouring water under the bonnet, apparently. Radiator. Yeah, exactly. It must have overheated or something. Um, and then they, <laughs> did, they go for a double date. Did you know the phrase he uses? No, what? He says, he says something like, my brother doesn't know what he's trying to say or how to start, um, <laughs> but he's offering you a ride. <laughs> so... so Step into the van. <laughs> yeah, that is very creepy. I will. Even that's creepy. Like, you just so get into suspect. a van with two random guys in the middle of New York. Hey, get in the van. Get in the van. <laughs> random Italian. The best guys. pickup line. Hey, get in the van. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> He's a solid wingman, though. He is. Yeah, he's fucking a star. We see later on that he's pretty hot with the ladies when he gets down to Big Bertha. Uh, oh, damn. And then he, they ask him. For, he's like dinner. And he's like, dinner? Do you eat? Like Luigi again, he's trying to ask her if she'll go out for dinner, like asking if she eats. And she's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> he does it twice though. He's like, do you eat? Yes. Dinner? Yes. yes. <laughs> Tonight? What? Also yes. <laughs> yeah, so Most they, they nice take him out, don't they? they? They go out for a double date and we learn a bit of exposition about Daisy in a very, it's kind of ham-fisted that, oh, you'll have to take that necklace off when we go for tan. At Mario's girlfriend Daniela, her, her tanning place or something, that we learned that Daisy was abandoned as a baby on the steps of a church. So we now gather that Daisy was that baby. She has the crystal on the necklace. That's all nice and tied up. Moving on, and then that Mario and Luigi don't have parents either. So that seems to be left over from the old script that we saw before. Yeah, and he says Mario is my mother. Yeah, uh, my, my and father, my, my brother, and my uncle. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like more like a father. He's like, because he says mother, and Mario starts out like, ha ha, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, there he goes, hey, <laughs> like you're probably like Italian, like, hey, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, to be fair, Bob Hoskins does a pretty good Brooklyn accent for being a, a um, a, what's it, a southerner from London. Is he? I, yeah. I, I know fuck all about Bob Hoskins. Yeah, he's an English actor. Have you not seen, um, what's it called? Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Nope. Dude, that's one to watch. That's a great film. We'll have to watch that at some point. That's a really good I got, movie. I got shit about the things I've not watched yesterday on the oh this morning on the Zoom call as well. Oh, did you? Oh, good. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Have you watched Un- Unsolved Mysteries?" And I was like, "No," because I've got a completionist brain. And then someone said something like, um, "No, they're all out." I was like, "No, no, no. That's not the issue." <laughs> Yeah, I need to know what happens. They aren't yeah, solved. They are unsolved. I can't do this. Yeah, no, that's fair. I completely understand it. It's, it's a pretty good series, to be fair. Um, but yeah, it is pretty weird. I think you'll probably like the alien one because there's a guy in it who's fucking crazy. Hell yeah. Um, I'll, 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 I'll try and watch it. I've yeah. been given something else to watch as well. Yeah, no worries. You uh, get through so, your list. Uh, yeah, we should probably <clears throat> move on, shouldn't we? So, yeah, Mario, so, so Mario drops his girlfriend off, doesn't he? So that... Um, yes. Luigi can walk Daisy home. However, Mario's girlfriend, Daniela, gets kidnapped at the door by the two weird guys that we saw earlier, thinking that that's Daisy. On the walk home, Daisy offers to show Luigi her bone pit, and they arrive there sweaty and out of breath. <laughs> the, the, they have a conversation, the bad guys, about bagging and grabbing, and it yes. goes on for a second. I kind of laughed at that. But yeah, <laughs> Daisy wants to take Luigi down to the bone zone. <laughs> yeah, straight down to a bone pit. Uh, so I put Peach because I didn't realise that her name wasn't Peach. Yeah, it's not Peach. Different person. So it's something, yeah, it's like Daniela or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Daniela gets kidnapped while wearing one of the shortest skirts I've ever seen. Very, very, very short. Yeah. Uh, so Daisy Daisy shows Luigi the bone zone underground. Yeah. And they find uh, that strange new species that has, that has thumbs. Like they were trying thumbs. to be human. Maybe they even like have lips. Like they were lips. trying to be human. That's literally what they say. Trying yeah, to be human. Yeah, I know. Human. It's unbelievable that they were trying to be human. It's like humans didn't exist yet. What are you talking yeah, about? what are you on about? Like crazy. And then it gets seriously wet down there when Daisy's tunnel gets flooded by two random men. 
<laughs> while another watches. While another while Luigi watches. Fucking cuck. Um, so, <laughs> Jesus. So they try and flood the bone zone. They do. Um, and Luigi, she's like, thank God you're here. You're a plumber. And he's like, I know exactly what to do. And he just fucking runs away. Yeah, he runs away to get his big brother. I do he's really like, like the, the saboteurs wore their Scapelli labeled plumbing overalls while committing yeah. crimes. <laughs> exactly. It's it's genius. <laughs> Clearly, yeah, so, uh, what if it wasn't? What if it was someone else and it's a disguise? Ah, oh, it's a disguise, Scapelli disguise. This movie is not that smart. No, it's not. No. Well, there's some bits later on that I'm like, did they mean to do that? It's like really weirdly intelligent. Uh, I do yeah. like Bob Hoskins' delivery of the next line when Luigi reaches him. By the way, it's way too epic, and he's like, "Strap your belt on, kid. We're going in." <laughs> it's like, fuck. Mate, it's just, he looks so film. angry. He does. He looks yeah. So so angry. It's like no one bursts pipes on my watch. <laughs> he's so, so passionate about fucking plumbing. He really is. So he, they they basically fix the leak, don't they? They do. Yeah. Um, yeah. You learn that Luigi's basically useless and that Mario's back's hurting because he's carrying the team. Exactly, yeah. Like the real <laughs> Mario brothers, I guess. It is also funny that it took Nintendo about 20 years to show Mario and Luigi doing any kind of plumbing and it took this film about 10 minutes. Yeah, well, did you notice when you first go into their apartment, on the wall he's got like an ornate like plumbing... Yeah. <laughs> Like plunger selection, yeah, three like <laughs> yeah pl- uh, plungers on the walls, isn't he? Like, oh, like, exactly. like rifles, like hunting rifles. Exactly. It's it's just it. It's kind of a nice touch, to be fair. Yeah, it's it's I a pretty cool it. little thing. It's like it it sticks to its weirdness. This film, and that's one of the endearing things I like about it. Yeah. So the the creepy dudes are back. And they flashlight Mario, the Mario brothers, knock them out, and they drag Daisy away. And because apparently they got the wrong girl again, and if they get it wrong this time, Bowser—I keep wanting to say Bowser again—Cooper won't kill them because he's Just not call that him Bowser. nice. Just call yeah, him we, Bowser. Yeah, if we say Bowser, we mean Cooper because it's getting very confusing. Mario and Luigi then follow them shout, the shouting voices. Mario knowing this noise of echoes in the direction because he's listening to pipes for years. He says. And they yeah. end up in like a weird chasm, don't they? With like a weird waterfall thing and a crazy like fizzy wall that ripples. And to be Did fair... Did you notice that they swap places? No, I didn't. So they get knocked out when they're trying to navigate the cave. Yeah. Um, uh, Mario's on the left and Luigi's on the right. And then it cuts it back and Mario's on the right and Luigi's on the left. Oh shit, I didn't notice that, no. I was yeah, too enthralled. Continuity. Yeah. I was too enthralled by the amazing... Yeah, I was, just, I was blown away whatever. by what the <laughs> fuck is going on. The, yeah. the CGI on that bit's actually quite cool. Like, it's it's not horrible. It's quite good for 93, to be fair. Like, the weird, the face that comes through. Like, I like the texture on it and stuff. For the time, it wasn't bad, is what it's I'm saying. It's not the worst thing I've seen, yeah. Yeah, and Luigi being like a lover of all the spooky weird shows that he watches and the conspiracy thing. It's just like, I got a feeling it just like dives for the rock wall over this fucking drop and phases through. He does. He nearly gets Mario killed so many times. He does. He's a bit, cause like I said, he's just a bit dim. I think like, I, I like that Mario plays coy with actually, jumping through like it's actually quite funny when he reaches out and he's like uh, ooh, uh, uh, like keeps like tipping back because he's too scared yeah but then he like falls and i don't know how he does like an entire flip but he ends up completely <laughs> upside does. down when he goes through and the trippy visuals are pretty good like it's like what you see in doctor strange in that weird universe where all the colors are like flowing round. i actually thought that looked quite quite cool it was quite a strong design uh, and then we see the meteor in the floor don't we we see the meteorite the impact as he comes out as they run round. That's, I didn't realize that was it on the first because we revisit this place later. You do, yeah, and it's it's so it comes full they just circle. run up, run past it, don't they? You don't really see it exactly. Uh, yeah, it's just so like a like, bit of a blue glow. Oh shit! I wouldn't have noticed that as a kid because I was an idiot. Yeah, no, it, I, you don't really notice it until they draw attention to it. To be fair, Mario and Luigi then exit into some weird, crazy, cramped city full of people, fences, noise, weird strands of stuff that you'll get to later. And I, I can only say that the design about this place is that it's it's got some pretty serious production design. It's it's absolutely insane and weird, but it's consistently weird. Like it nails its production design, as far as I can say, if you look at it from from somebody who works in TV. And then Mario says, I know we went under the river, but this can't be Manhattan. And then Luigi says, I haven't been to Manhattan in a couple of weeks. Must have been a bad few weeks. Like <laughs> I like some of the lines between the two characters. It's actually pretty funny. Um, Me too. There's there's a bit where when they're walking down, 
Um, Mario says that he's gonna like straight up fucking kill people. Yeah, he he's does. Like, I'm gonna break every bone in their body and then kill them. Yeah, I was like, Jesus. Damn. Mario's but going hard. R. The, there's like baby dinosaurs, like in strollers and stuff. Some guy rides his bike into the fucking abyss and dies. Yeah, he goes over the fence, doesn't he? Like all the streets are raised up. Nothing happens. They? Yeah. No, nothing happens to make him do it. He just does it. He's just insane. He's like, yeah. Goodbye, cruel dino world. It's it's just supposed to be like an insane version of New York. It's all kind of neon and strange, and there's like vote Cooper signs flashing with pictures of his face. And I kind of feel like this is what America's gonna look like before this next election come in. And I think that if Trump could put up neon versions of his head down the streets flashing, he probably would. And I feel like the city is I really noticed it right away that the city was very sci-fi more than like fantasy than what you'd expect from like the Mushroom Kingdom, don't you think? It's almost like Blade Runner. And yeah, I almost it's like Mad Maxi. It is, yeah, literally it is, yeah, especially with the cars later on. And I, I feel like I'm offending Blade Runner with that comment, and I feel like I can hear the clacking of keyboards already, but. On my research, it turns out that the art director of Blade Runner, David Snyder, was the production designer on this, which is like... They got some big names in. I know, like, that's a massive slip down. Like, the original script must have been fucking outstanding before it changed it. But I guess at least his work is consistent in style. Like, it's weird that I could recognize, like, you know, I could see the scene and go, this looks like Blade Runner. And then, yeah. go, and then it turns out it is actually the production designer. Um, I also really like what happens next because they spot Daisy being dragged down the street by the two goons uh, and start shouting after him. And then some random police guy just goes, hey, no standing and shouting. And it's like, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's like so insane of a rule to have in such an odd place. You're allowed to fucking... But everyone else does it yeah. throughout the rest of the film. Exactly. So it's just fucking... It's just... <laughs> I don't... I... I genuinely can't believe they couldn't think of another reason to have them move, so they had to write that in. Exactly, yeah. It, it, it's just... It's so crazy. You And the people in the world, like you said about the guy, like, fucking flying himself over the, the barricade thing. There's, like, there's, like, there's the dinosaurs eating the goo. There's some straight-up Star Wars alien making weird noises at a food stand. It's like hot dogs is eating on little bread loaves, but they're made of lizards. And then there's a dog lady who walks past, but she's pushing an egg in a pram. So, and then some guy just like booms down and starts patting the egg like a bongo. And she's like, get away from my baby. And like, I think that scene played her out to be more crazy than she is. Cause if I was like going down the street with my baby in a pram in the middle of Manhattan and some guy's just like, Hey, nice baby. You just started like fucking patting its face. I'd be like, fuck <laughs> off. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just weird. And then there's a, cin- is that the, sorry, is it being in the egg? Yeah. The same point as you being pregnant kind of thing. Because when when mammals give birth, yeah. obviously you've just got like the thing, you know. A fully formed like, baby, a fully cooked, we'll say. Yeah, exactly. Fully cooked yeah. baby, Jesus. I can never finish a full one. No, no I mean um, like a bun in the <laughs> oven, you know, it's had its rising and yeah, it's, you know. Exactly. Whereas this one, it, this one's like. Uh, a souffle you know what i mean yeah you've got to got to do a bit more prep and then get it back in <laughs> it's like a good sourdough loaf you've got to get it out let it rise again and do the stretching process you know well i guess they just so do they have to they have to grow the egg that big in their stomach lay it and then you've got to look after it again this just yeah. all sounds like way too much work to me but also why does she look like a dog yeah why is she laid an egg if she's a dog i thought she was a cat person either way none of them have eggs <laughs> I, I don't have a clue. Also, did you, did you notice the cinema? The cinema's showing a film, I Was a Teenage Mammal XXX. Which... That was my tri- one of my trivia questions. Oh, was it? Oh, amazing. I was going to say, I thought that might have been. Yeah. It's weird that they realise that there's porn in the Nintendo cinematic universe. Well, Nintendo has love hotels, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if they have love... Maybe. Nintendo has sex hotels. Okay, next time I go to Japan, I'll sure. see if there are any Nintendo-themed Wait, ones. Wait, let me let me Google it. Bear with me. Okay, you do it. <laughs> you carry on. Okay. So it cuts to King Cooper, right? Not just yet. So Mario stands down an alleyway with Luigi, and they look up on this weird place that they've found, deciding that they aren't in Brooklyn no more. And here we see a giant fucking monster dude with a weird green head that is supposed to be a Goomba. And like Goombas are supposed to be these little like mushroom dudes that look like chestnuts because that's what the, the name means in Japan in Japanese. And instead it's like this fucking 
I don't know, 12 foot monster thing. And then, yeah, speaking of bad guys, that's where we meet King Cooper, played by Dennis, Dennis, Dennis Hopper. And to be fair, he's, he's as good as he normally is. He's weird. And I don't know why he's dipping his hands in wax, but that must have really hurt. And he says that there's germs everywhere, fungus, and now we know all this weird orange-yellowy strandy stuff that's supposed to be around the city is supposed to be fungus, hence the Mushroom Kingdom. Did you get that that was supposed to be fungus? No, not at the start. What did you think it was? I, d- I don't know. I just... Like dinge. Wrote, I just put it up as like general sci-fi fuckery. <laughs> <laughs> general new york yeah. gunk do, no do you know what i mean it's like you're in a dinosaur place maybe it's like ectoplasm yeah, or something. yeah i get you it's like it doesn't seem important in the slightest and it's not highlighted no not um, really it, it just so, yeah, it definitely comes the, across biological doesn't it it's just like yeah yeah in the 60s nintendo ran love hotels where couples and prostitutes could pay an hourly rate oh there's a lot Hell of love yeah. hotels to be fair you see them all over tokyo do, do you has Yes. <laughs> <laughs> From what I hear. Not me specifically. And see with my own eyes. Yeah. I probably couldn't fit in one of those rooms. Yeah, you're a tall boy. It's too big for this chair. There we go. Um, <clears throat> we do cut to King Cooper, as you said. And the main thing that it starts with is just like an exposition dump from Cooper about his plan and this weird lady friend who can shake, like rattle shake a head. Like a rattlesnake can do its tail. I don't Never know, happens again. I don't know why she can do that, but she's also the lady who plays Harry Potter's auntie, you know, thingy Dursley. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of English actors and actresses in this film. Huh. I don't know why. Like, even a lot of the music production people in the studio staff were all English. But, then, but they filmed it in, like, North Carolina, I think. Is this the bit with his hands in the, like, vats? In the wax, yeah. I don't... That, that was why? real wax by the look of it, because when he pulls it out, it dries. Like, I, that just must have hurt loads. Why did they do this? I don't know. They sort of give him across that he's a bit of a clean freak. Does wax clean you? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I mean, it's hot. But then he just, I, I he mean, just wipes it off If you got it to the point where it's kind of, like, lukewarm... It probably, you know, you've had have enough time to like dunk your hands in and then go, but why they they don't mention it again? No, no. It's another one of those things where it's like, oh, he's got his hands in wax. I wonder why. And then that's it. I think it's just another <laughs> weird like, sexual thing because there's a lot of yeah. sexual stuff in this film. Oh yeah, it's insane. It gets like really. There's a couple of bits we'll get to in a minute when they get caught. That's like very overly sexual. So we just learn that he wants the crystal and Princess Daisy to merge the worlds, don't we? That's what he wants to do. He wants to get rid of the mammals, and he wants to be back in Brooklyn. How he knows about Brooklyn already, if the world's been split apart for millions of years, I don't know. That doesn't really make sense. And then the two creepy guys from before turn up, and it turns out they're Cooper's cousins. And they let him know that they have the girl, but they forgot about the meteorite piece. And then in some weird, like, funny line, Cooper's just like, plumbers, plumber alert and then everyone's like plumber alert plumber alert and then it's just like this is a common occurrence apparently (laughs) yeah apparently they're always hunting plumbers and then across the city tannoy you hear cooper is giving away 100 gold cooper coins to anyone who can turn in those plumbers in like some weird comedy voice it's uh it's actually 2000 gold cooper coins is it 2000 oh right okay yeah question yeah They've got people that can go back and forth to the real world and the entire goal of doing this thing. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going way too deep into this. It's okay. The The entire point of him doing this is that they're running out of resources where they are. Is that what it is? Is that why? Yeah, he says that there's no resources and whatever and they're just surrounded by a desert. Yeah. So yeah. why not? You've got gold just... Do you know how much gold's worth? Yeah, you know, I will. Just buy the stuff out of gold. Yeah, just just send a bunch of people, give them like a bit of gold each, and be like, come back with X amount of stuff. Yeah, that, that would make more sense. I also don't know why, now that the, the meteorite doorway is open, they don't just go through. Why don't they just lead everyone through? They can lead an army through and come out of sewers. Yeah, I don't, because I... Oh, I'd have to rebuild the entire thing. I know, like, I just get my Nothing's my even built, though, and you're just going to take all that fungus with you anyway, so what does it matter? I know. It just I do like the old lady just like, you got a weapon? You're like, no. They, She's like, all right, I need Cooper coins. <laughs> and just like fucking start stabbing Bob Hoskins with get, an electricity they get stick. mugged by an old lady. Yeah. And it's brilliant. Yeah, and then this giant epic warrior lady in red spiked leather turns up, picks up the old lady and just fucking launches <laughs> her off, causing a car crash. I put 
I just sat confused for a bit. An old lady got yeeted. Exactly. The rock. The rock gets taken by a woman with spring boots. Yes, and you missed out. <laughs> That's all I got. She ties the necklace around her neck, and it settles but between her colossal wabos. And uh, Mario's like, <laughs> colossal wabos. Literally, and then Mario's like, "Can we have a rock bag, lady?" And she like, she's like, in a sexual way, "Come and get it, big boy." And then like, clicks her heels with those giant boots, which, if you notice, they're called thwomp boots. They're called Thwomp Stompers. They've got Thwomp written across the front and they flash and charge and they shoot her through the air to the other side of the street. And then you get this insane music on this bit, which is like this like brass section, don't you? Which is like really yeah. like moody. That is the exact same melody from J.J. Abrams' Star Trek. Is it actually? Literally, yeah. If you watch I've it, it's exactly it. the same. They're all right films. Even for people who don't like Star Trek, like myself, I actually quite enjoyed him. And I'm not saying that J.J. Abrams has stole ideas from the Super Mario Brothers movie, but I'm also <laughs> not saying has. that. There's a lot of things in this film that a lot of other things have done afterwards. And then we get another close-up wabo shot as the uh, the crystal is walked away. Her Hanuga booms. Hanuga booms, exactly. So what did you make of Dino Hatton, dude? What did you think about it? Di- Dino Hatton. Dino, uh, that's the name of the, the city. I I kind of liked it, to be fair. It's, it was cool. It's I a like strong how everything design. ran off electricity as well. Yeah, everything's dead, like, I love crackly. how they're more progressive than we are now. Yeah, yeah. Electric vehicles. Exactly. Yeah, they all had them already. 100%. They're all basically, if anyone's not seen this, they're all, like, um, bumper cars. They've just got, like, electricity like cages yeah, they do. everywhere I like that drive on, on the middle of the bonnet of all the cars they've got like this big sparking engine like those little toy cars that used to wind up do you remember those and it actually used yeah. to and when they drove they put sparks out it was like they'd taken all the popular kids toys at the time and been like oh let's fucking make that as the car which I, I thought that's a cool idea and did you ever think that a man with a crazy spiral shaved head and a something about Mary Fringe playing an acoustic guitar would be towed because I didn't not at all. I didn't. No. <laughs> I did not. It really messed me up. The guys actually end up getting arrested here. Yeah, Toad for playing mu- music because he says, <laughs> King Koopa, the big evil king stupa, and then just gets fucking arrested for it. So that he's Toad, yeah? Yeah. Apart from Toad being a race. Yes. That's fine. Whatever. So Luigi tells Toad, because they're getting arrested because they're plumbers. So they Luigi are, yeah. tells Toad to write down the officer's badge number as they get arrested. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Very apt at the moment, isn't it? Fucking hell. Yeah, I don't know fuck. if he, his name is actually Toad or if that's just what the police officer calls him as like a derogatory term because of yeah, all the fungus. Yeah, everyone else calls him Toad as well. Oh shit, yeah, they do. So maybe it is his name. So yeah, I guess but it is his if name. If you don't know his actual name, yeah, it'd just be like... Be, uh, I don't know. It'd be like me calling you Lank, like yeah, Lanky Boy, just Lank all the time, and uh, yeah. and then everyone else just calls you Lank because they don't know. Yeah, they do, no one's ever asked the name. <laughs> yeah, I, if I called you jo- like John one time, and then everyone's like, "Oh yeah, it's that guy John, you know, the tall guy from Grief Burrito," and it's like, "No, my name's Harrison." It's like. Nah, that doesn't sound right. right. It's definitely John. <laughs> Don't start this because that'll actually happen. <laughs> it's already confusing enough that like when Jono left and then we've got you and you've got John Core oh, as your name. I forgot about that, yeah. Fuck it out. Yeah, everyone will be, be turning into John. What happens next? <laughs> My next bit just says Peach is called Daniela. Uh, <laughs> what? Pete called Dan... Peach is called Daniela. Oh, right. Yeah, I didn't know a name either till later on. I had to go back through my notes and change it. I just put Mario's GF. Uh... <laughs> Buying GF. So I've been playing loads. I was playing RuneScape while watching this. I'll be honest. Oh with really? You. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the, the the big clumsy goombas, the big clumsy walks. They throw Daisy in a room full of girls, and while the Mario Brothers get delivered to the police station at like a heisy, a heisy, a crazy high speed in Mad Max looking cars, like we said, and they go inside. And did you see what was happening to the the police guy on the desk? No. The guy sat in the middle of the shot who's talking to him has a very shiny high-heeled shoe pressing into his neck. And when the shot zooms out, there's some like leather-clad woman with her legs draped on him sticking her heel into his neck and his back. And I never, ever noticed that from when I watched it as a kid. I don't know if my parents ever did, but it's like... I knew something was different, but I just wasn't... I, I. 
I knew something was wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, something about this isn't right, but I was like half paying attention. Honestly, if you can go back and watch the clip on YouTube, it's worth looking up just to how weird it looks. It's, I think yeah. she's supposed to just be massaging his back, but because of all the leather and she's like sat on his desk with in her legs out in a pretty much gimp suit, it's just really, really strange. <laughs> yeah. And then we learn that their full names are Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. And I don't know if this is canon. It might be, who knows? And then Mario gets electrocuted in the ass. He gets electro-assed and they both get their cocks defungused. Uh, no, really, listeners, I'm genuinely serious. And then they get Listerine dumped on them as they are completely defungused. And I, yep. I just sat there remembering this from being a kid. Like, what the hell is this movie? Did you see how they got their pictures taken as well? Yeah, like they were going to shoot It's them. like a firing squad. Yeah, why do they need four cameras? Why did they? Why did they have to preface it like a firing squad? I don't know. Like death by firing squad. That, I'm pretty sure that's pretty bad. Yeah, I think it was just for a bit. They're just like we need something to go in this, and we don't know what to do, so we're just going to do this. And then they get put in a prison that's like stacked up like chicken cages, don't they? With Toad yeah. above them singing and playing the harmonica. And he's like, hey, what's another word that rhymes with dimension? Then Mario's like, tension, and I'm full of it. Now shut up, which I think is a great line. I'm going to use really that in my day-to-day life. Uh, and then Toad, we get more exposition from Toad about splitting of dimensions being true and all that fungus around the city is the old king and he's been de-evolved, de-evolved into fungus or something. Uh, I've put science lesson. Science lesson, yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to burn <laughs> through this because we're at an hour already. No, it's fine. They get, dragged, they get dragged in front of King Cooper, who if you look in the aerial shot when you see him walking, he's walking like a T-Rex with his hands held up, but it looks so awkward and weird. <laughs> uh, we know that he's a clean freak. He won't shake Mario's hand when he puts his hand out for it. He's pretending to be a lawyer, which is, and he's called like Lazard Lazard, so it's like a lawyer lizard joke. And then when he sits down, he does then shake his hand, so now he's not a clean freak. And then when he doesn't know, when the Mario brothers don't know anything about the rock that Daisy had that they took, they don't know what they're talking about. Bowser gets up and just like mountain style pushes Luigi's. Just like gouges yeah, eyes out. Yeah, he pushes out. his eyes into his fucking head because they don't know what the meteorite piece is. And then he's like, right, let's devolve them. And Toad's up first to be devolved, obviously. And then this creepy guy called Simon, which is a weird name for a dinosaur, if you ask me. It's like, how the fuck did they come up with this idea for devolving people in the movie i don't know why but toad gets de-evolved into some weird stretchy cgi look and then gets turned into a goomba and that's how we learn what goombas are they're supposed to be like de-evolved dinosaurs he's kind of cute to be fair he is and i love that they actually give him a little uh, harmonica around his neck he looks so happy about it <laughs> he does he looks like a baby he does a baby the, dinosaur the practical effects on the head because it's obviously it's like a, a person in a, a really tall suit isn't it with like what's presumably head and shoulders on top of the actor the the practical effect is good on that like it looks like the gremlins when they turn evil you know when they go green it looks like a mix between have you seen the music video for around the world by daft punk yes it does look like that yeah it looks like that mixed with the baby from technologic and mixed with the dinosaur it does and that is what you'd get exactly that is yeah. it there's a, a did you notice when who is it they push they they actually managed to wrestle the way out of it don't they and push bowser into the seat and push it back and there's a big like green slime stain on the floor that wasn't there a second ago and i always yeah. wondered what that was about and it, it turns out from this reading there's a deleted scene where someone gets devolved into into slime and they're supposed to like yeah, into the single out. cell organism yeah so i suppose that was too adult for this film so they just sort of blitzed they it out do the it film. at the end though they do was. yeah and I, I found that the the weirdness of this scene particularly made me think of the fifth element and like it's not in like the execution of the the i don't know not the style or anything but it's the way the comedy is and the way the film feels it's way more i don't know it's just sci-fi and strange you told me <laughs> do, 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 do. sorry sorry <laughs> Uh, and then the Mario Brothers escape and Luigi admires some mushrooms on the wall, which when watching this on HD look way better. There's some really impressive detail on those mushrooms. And then the mushrooms tries to give him a bomb, which is this movie's way of saying bomb on, which is bomb on's kind of hard to say, which is fair enough. And did you notice there's loads of weird overdubbing in this movie? No. There's like bits where no one's saying stuff and you can see that the mouths aren't moving, but they've just like added lines on. 
Um, and then the Goombas that start shooting them with fireballs, me. and the prison gets set fire to, so they steal one of the Mad Max cars and escape. <laughs> they make the joke about... He's like, how are you doing this? Because there's a computer inside of it. Yeah, yeah. And Luigi's like, because I sit on my butt and play video games all day. He actually says, and he says, video games with an N. Yeah. <laughs> video games. Yeah. And then he's like, <laughs> I play video games. Like, oh, what's the thing about, God, about the aliens? It goes, Weegy. Oh, there's a police warning goes out saying, look out for aliens. And Luigi's like, we got to look out for aliens now too. And then Mario's <laughs> like, Luigi, where are the aliens? And he's like, we are? Oh, cool. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> I actually really enjoyed parts of the humor. Yeah. Like how stupid it it's is. It's like stupid fun. And th- exactly. the driving sequence is actually pretty fun as well. It's, it's actually quite good. And Luigi's giving Mario shit about his driving. And Mario's like, oh, fine, you drive. And just like, let's go to the steering wheel and like leans his head. And they end up on top of a car, driving in the opposite direction. It's Luigi's like, how are you driving this? And Mario's like, I'm not, in like a really Brooklyn way. And I don't know how they never made a Mario Kart joke at this bit. I Exactly the same thought process. They exactly. How I was have. like, how have they not made this? Yeah, because Mario Kart was out at that point. I'm sure they, they should have done that. And they do this like glag, glag, glag handshake thing. I don't know what, is that supposed not to be clue. the... The sound when they go down the tunnel, like the glug glug glug. I don't know if that's supposed to be that. Like they've just tried to shoehorn in any, well, not any reference, but just like really weird references here and there. And then they drive through this strange tunnel and shoot out into the desert with this cartoony bloop noise. And Luigi is convinced that the fungus is trying to help them at this point, isn't he? They get stopped by a sprungus, which is a springy fungus. A spring, exactly. There's a sprungus among us and it saves him in the tunnel. And then we cut to Bowser taking a mud bath and his cousins just like wade in like thigh high in their weird 90s suits that are all like strangely patterned. And Dennis Hopper again is being really creepy about the princess. So the, he knows that the Mario brothers have escaped and he closes his eyes and just goes, hmm, the princess. <laughs> it's just, I don't know why he's, weird. he's so like rapey and strange at that bit. And again later he, on. He is like throughout all of it. And then the guy who owns Scapelli's as well. Yeah. You don't see again for like another hour. No, no. Um, He's he's really weird and rapey as well. He is. But they, they basically, Daisy, Princess Daisy. Yeah. Gets beckoned by the first lady. Yeah, who's uh, pretty jealous, you don't have a she? name yet. She's what, sorry? She's pretty jealous that uh, Cooper likes Daisy so much. She thinks she's got like a bit of a crush on her. And kind of and kind of not because she's actually quite a strong villain i quite like yeah, her she's essentially like cooper's secretary Pretty like much, second yeah. in command to this the, the cooper army uh and it's through her that we learn that daisy is the princess don't we yeah so she's she goes in <clears throat> and there are all these other women there as we said before and she goes princess daisy and then one of the women goes this is getting weird. <laughs> and I was like, I could not agree with yeah. you more. It's been weird for a while. I said while. that out loud. Really? You said it on TV. <laughs> it's like, I could not agree more. Yeah. The next, what we see, oh, Bowser's cousins then get evolved, don't they? To be more intelligent. It's kind of a bit of a fake out. And you think that they're going to be de-evolved into slime or Goombas or something. But he, he's, he's trying to make them more intelligent to make them better at finding the Mario Brothers. But why did he not do that in the first place? No idea. And when Spike comes out, which is one of the names, he goes up to ask Iggy, the other guy, if he knows what the square root of 26,481 is. And he goes, oh, 191. It's not. I looked that up because I was like, that can't be right. And it's 162.7. Does it actually, instead of making them actually smarter, just make them think they're smarter? That's what I was thinking. Like, Is this like a weird ruse? Like, is it trying to be clever? Or is it to show that they still aren't clever? Like, is it to go, oh, look, they can now do this complex stuff, but it doesn't mean they're any better at what they're doing. Is, is that why they're still incompetent later on? Maybe. Well, they re- they realize that Thingy's a fascist, though, don't they? Yeah, they know that. And there's like a bit of a weird flip-flop later on of allegiance, because we learn yeah. that Cooper staged a coup. 
That was really hard to say. Cooper Sage Koo and Daisy's mother. It's a good band name. It, it is a good fucking band name. Yeah, maybe we'll have to start that. A burrito band. Cooper Sage Koo. <laughs> we do like all nerd music. So Daisy's mother escaped with her. So that's the lady from the start that we saw. And his father could be alive, but that depends on what you mean by living. And that's all we really get of that till later on. And the Marios yeah. have made it into the desert. And I wish that the sun swooped down like in Mario Brothers 3. <laughs> <laughs> just beat the shell. Yeah, they've just got to keep Daisy. jumping over it. Before anything else, Daisy has to wear her dead mum's lingerie or slash dress. Really? I don't remember that. Yes. She's wearing like a purple dress. Oh. This purple number. Um, sweet number. Because she's like, it belonged to your mother. And I was like, that's a bit weird. Don't do that. Yeah, that's kind <laughs> Give of... Uh, and then King Cooper is holding a super scope. He is. I'm so glad you noticed. Hell Yeah. Yeah, so Bowser is talking to the police chief, isn't he? And you can actually... And there's a constant one-up sound in the background. There is, you can hear well. Mario game noises. I think you can hear coins as well and like a mushroom sound somewhere. Uh, and then we get to meet Yoshi. We get to meet yes. a pretty realistic turn of Yoshi. And I think... He's adorable. He's, he, he is one of the best things about this film. I could watch just more of that. It looks amazing, the model. It's not as good as Jurassic Park, but it's pretty fucking close. And it took a nine-person crew to operate that puppet. Really? There is like, I think it was 70 meters of cable inside that model to make it animate as much as it does. Because all of its feet move, its fingers move, it blinks, its mouth opens, its tongue comes out. It cost $500,000 just to make that. Who do you think got it at the end? Oh, I don't know, but I, I hope someone still has it. I want it. Yeah, I'd love to have that. <laughs> Give it to me. Give it. Yeah. And then Cooper again just reminds us of Trump all over again. Because he's like, Daisy's talking to him because he interrupts her interacting with Yoshi. And then Yoshi hides, doesn't he? And he sort of says yeah. what Yoshi is, that he's a pet. He's kept at that level of evolution. And he's got a, a chain around his neck and stuff. And she goes, oh, you must be the great Cooper. And then in the most Trump way, he's like, yes, the ruler of all you see of an endless desert and then he's just and a couple of square blocks or something yeah. like he's not impressed with himself no no he wants to do more doesn't he, he just wants to take over more i do like he's the globe i like the globe that he stood in front of if you see it's like complete yeah. desert globe with like a crystal city on the top and when he spins it round it looks really odd as it spins and she asks where her father is and he's like oh he's around and then again you're getting like these hints at the king and then he starts being more rapey and he does this weird Cooper Tongue thing that turns into a lizard. Yeah. And then his face kind of does this weird, almost like glitch into dinosaur face, which I think... He kicks Yoshi. He does kick Yoshi, the fucking bastard. The fucking bellend. Yeah. How? Why? I know, it, like, I'm getting upset about an animatronic. I know, now. It's yeah. Not even a real animal. He's got a lot of, like, emotion, though, and it makes cute little noises. And he calls it, it a does. throwback, doesn't he? Because it's less evolved. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. I feel so bad for Yoshi. I know. And it's not real in any way. I know. I might do some Googling and see what happens to that model after this. If anyone knows, let us know on Twitter or something. Okay. So, Harrison here, guys. We had to chop this episode in two because we spoke for so long about Mario and his movie that we went on for too long. This is like a two-hour episode, so we've had to chop it right in the middle. So what we've done is this is going to be episode 71, and then next week we will continue the other half of the film on episode 72. So make sure not to miss that episode out. If you like this one, please make sure to review this episode. Give us five stars, write a little rating, a little bit of a review. That would help us amazingly. And remember, if you want to find us on any social media and let us know your thoughts about this film, you can find us at Grief Burrito on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, absolutely everywhere. And if you want up to 90% off all the latest games, as we said at the start of the episode, use the link in the show notes and you will get that discount applied automatically when buying anything through that link. And you'll be helping to support the show. And if you want to get any extra bonus episodes, because there's quite a backlog of that now, you can go to patreon.com forward slash grief burrito. And there's a ton of episodes there. And we usually extend all of our episodes onto there as well. So we will see you next week, guys. Thank you so much. And we will see you soon. Goodbye.